Jesse Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura, is Santa yeah. in that creepy ass where he walks up and he comes down the chimney and surprises a family eating Christmas dinner and then proceeds to murder all of them. Santa's sleigh. Santa's oh sleigh. Gosh. Have you ever heard of that film? N- no. Okay. It's uh And Jesse Ventura's the murdering Santa Claus? Uh, yes. Um from two thousand five and Oh my gosh, this is late Ventura. Yes. This is this is uh governor uh time Ventura, right? I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, either, but it's it's got to be make a movie while he was governor, right? No, and I think he's only, as far as I know, maybe he just does the beginning. I've only ever seen the uh, the intro. I think it was on Reddit like a, a while ago. A while ago, I saw it on Reddit, and uh, <laughs> let me see, Grandpa. I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus. Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet oh my God. and was forced <laughs> to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. And apparently Fran Drescher's in this too, so. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> so I guess, um, you know, for all those people that, uh, I guess, died at the dinner, I, you could probably say it's their... Last Christmas? <laughs> oh, man. Huh? Huh? That was good. Right. I thought I was a stretch. <laughs> and you know, I, I was pulling that up last last minute. I think I was walking or something, and I thought, you know what? I got to find that movie that Jesse the Body Ventura was in. <laughs> and you know what? It ended up uh, It ended up working out pretty well. I so love it. it is that it is that it. time of season, man. It is uh, you know Southern California. It's got season. that seventy degree California, <laughs> yeah, uh, Christmas weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing pants and collared shirts, like I'm pretending it's cold weather, but really, just like my buddy Robert from Pods and Monsters was like, "What are you dressed all nice for?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "I'm just wearing a collared shirt. Tis the season, right?" <laughs> it's not like you're wearing a pullover or any kind of uh, you know striped sweater or anything. That'd be overkill. Yeah, you're just trying. You're just trying. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Uh, do I mention at this point I should have a new kid? Right. <laughs> at this point in the podcast, I should have a new kid. Um, and uh, and so we're dealing with that. And uh, as of right now, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And we already decorated the house because we we're like, this kid is coming, and if we don't do it now. Um, we are never going to do it. So we decorated the house now and it will likely be decorated through January <laughs> because of having a December baby. Um, but what, what about this, you? How, what are you this morning? Yeah. So we haven't done any decorating, right? This morning, um, we were driving to school, which is a few minutes drive up one road. There's not a lot of houses that we see. And Charlotte asks me, she said, um, so when are we decorating our house? And I said, we just got done with Halloween. <laughs> and I said, there's a rule that you're not allowed to um, to decorate until after Thanksgiving. And then she said, and the reason why yeah. she asked me, she goes, but those people we just passed have Christmas stuff uh, up. And I said, oh, well, they broke the rules then. And then she goes, well, now what happens? And I was put in a position <laughs> where I, I said, I don't know. We'll have to call and tell Santa. And thankfully, you know, it's still it's still part of the the magic is still there with Santa. 
Um, but I didn't really know awesome. what to say. I was put on the spot. It's like, well, I made I made this imaginary rule. What happens? I forgot to move Elf on the shelf the other uh, night. Man. And uh, he was in the same spot in two days. And, oh. uh me and my wife just looked at each other <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Did I? I didn't do it. You, I forgot. And you didn't do it. And Fooled you. Oh, man. Did, so did Wes yeah. catch it pretty quick? <laughs> oh, there was a whole thing because, like, we hid Elf in a random bag. Like, um, I think Susie had got a hobo wallet for something, a hobo brand wallet. So it came with a duster. And then, well, I think that was last Christmas. So, <laughs> um. And uh, so we used that duster to hold Elf. His name is Elf, by the way. Mm. So our Elf on the Shelf, his name is Elf. And uh, he was in the hobo bag, but I forgot. So uh, Wes picks up the hobo bag. He's like, what's in this? I was like, I don't know. Look inside it. And then I go upstairs and I turn around before I realize. And I'm like, (laughs) wait. And he pulls it out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's here. Like, I think I played it off pretty well. But anyway. So that, it was a whole thing. I didn't really do Elf on the Shelf as a kid, so it came with a book, thank goodness, a primer. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went through a phase where everything's name was Marley, and during that, that oh. phase... Uh, Which Marley? Which one? Our elf, yeah, came along, and so we asked Char, I said, what do you want to name uh, this androgynous elf? And <laughs> she said, Marley. I said, oh, then it remains androgynous. Uh, so it's named Marley. Yeah, and uh, it, we haven't. Yeah, we, we don't bring ours out till way later, just because we don't. We yeah. we run out of spots. You get tired, you know, of throwing it on yeah. crap. You put it up on top of. I think there was a. Oh, I just I actually just spotted Elf. Uh, I see where uh, he moved this evening, um, but yes, we do run out of spots. But something we read the book again this year, and we we're like, oh, we could hide him anywhere in the house. So like, Wes has a little Christmas tree in his room. Um, and uh, we'll probably move him around yeah. and put him up there one night and stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know if you can hear, but I am sipping on some warm, uh, what is it, peppermint bark uh, coffee because we're a potting late. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to dive in to this Wham cover right. uh, by Jimmy Eat World of Last Christmas. So I, I can't help. I, I can't help. Every time I see Wham. The way that it's it's, it's written in all caps with the exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That, yes. that is part of it, right? So I can't help. Yeah. And how do you feel about stylization of titles and stuff? Um, I kind of feel like you absolutely always have to spell it all caps with the exclamation point or else no one knows what you're talking right. about. And that's exactly how I have it in my notes. I put all caps, W-H-A-M, yeah. because that's exactly how it's referred to. Now, when you type Weezer, do you put the equal sign on either side of the W before you type the rest Only of the word? Only if it's a W. That's it. Um, otherwise, it, oh, only if it's solo yeah. W, then it's otherwise it is absolutely all lowercase um, letters. Do you know the style? Is, do you know the correct stylization of Blink One Eighty Two? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Blink Dash One Eight Two, all lowercase. Yes, yes. Wow, you all nailed right. it. I was gonna say you missed one key element, and it's the lowercase but b. I brought that back around. Yeah. Unless all the letters are in capitals, and then it's okay. Right, and I'm sure they had a they sat down with their marketing department, their branding, and they said these are the rules that we have to adhere to. <laughs> well, um, it is in the original filing for when they changed their name. So their original demo said, "Oh man, no, I'm not going to go there." <laughs> it was blank. Uh huh. Because just because I don't know off the top of my head without doing a little bit of research, yeah. but. In the filing, when they did the name change, it was lowercase. And then on Dude Ranch, 
it's all caps. So I could be lying to myself now. I'm not looking at the artwork. But right it's now, but, but it, you're saying I'm, it's never going to be the capital B lowercase well, L-I-N-K. Well, here's the thing is the very first pressing of Enema of the State on CD was a capital B. And so that is the sought after version of the CD. Wow. Um, so if somebody wants to get me something for Christmas, because <laughs> I bought Enema of the State in the first month and mine is lowercase b. However... I do have the Red Cross on the hat, and the American Red Cross actually had uh, the label remove the Red Cross really? from the album art. Yeah, because of the content. So the, there are the many pressings huh? of Enema of the State. Yeah, but that's not what we're here to no. talk about. We're here to talk about right uh, last Christmas the Wham cover by Jimmy Wham. World. So my first stop, even though they had an equal, roughly. An equal amount of comments on both uh, listings on song meanings. But my first stop is always song meanings, just because I want to see what the community, you know, yep. from 13 years ago had to say at the time when these these tracks, <laughs> yeah, right. and the, when the site was active and then when these, these tracks were released. Um, so everywhere they're crediting George Michael, which is awesome. Everybody, even Jim, of course, they on all of the, the, the notes, it's all credited to George Michael. Um, but I didn't notice this, and partly because even though I've heard it before, I've never paid attention to the Wham, their version. There is uh-huh. at least two to three more verses that yep. Jimmy World just doesn't play, right? Yep. And I looked again at the song length. It's four and a half minutes. These guys are singing eight lines <laughs> for four and a <laughs> half minutes. And I, got, I, can't, I can't say that I'm bored by them. But well, because musically it ebbs and flows. It 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 gets exciting. It kind of chills on out and does the Jimmy Eat World thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know what I mean. And, like, and I kind of dig every movement. Right. Granted, there is a. I don't know. I, I didn't you know see how long this was, but there is an instrumental portion in the middle that takes up a good section, maybe a, a, a quarter of this. So let's say a, a minute of it is is that uh, instrumental. But really, it's it. If you look at the genius lyrics, the genius lyrics say. Chorus repeats four times. Then there's a hook twice. And then there's a chorus two more times. So essentially, yep. but it's it's really just those um those eight lines, those those two portions that these that, that Jimmy at World just repeats for essentially a, you know three or three or three and a half minutes. Yeah. Um and on song meanings, a lot of the comments here, which I didn't I hadn't heard this song before, um, my cousin is a big MCR fan, but they compare Oh, it. is your cousin so excited? Yeah, they compare it a lot to um, All I Want for Christmas. They say this is no, like that's the equivalent. I don't know if those were released around the same time, but these people are saying that this, um, this is no, like let's say, for example, Strider 3005 says this is nowhere near as good as MCR's All I Want for Christmas, but definitely better than George Bloody Michael's version. Um, interesting. Uh, I really like My Chemical Romance's version of Last Christmas, but let's be honest, the original is the best Christmas song ever written. Uh, so <laughs> I just put in, into Spotify, all I want for, I think I put in C, right? <laughs> and yeah. that's all it took for the results. And I am counting on, I am assuming these are all either live or collaborations or on different albums. One, two, three, four, uh, five. I'd say half of these these ten results. Like so, five out of the ten results are all Mariah Carey, 
And it is a jam. Yeah. When you hear that intro piano. Uh, and you know what's amazing? And I always give this to her, no matter how diva she is or is in the news for some dumb thing that she did or like, you know, she married that idiot and all that stuff. She wrote the song. And that's pretty sick. And it has now become, isn't it? It's become a joke on Reddit even. The uh, the search results, once you start to see that upswing on that on that parabola, that this is marks the point when Christmas starts for people is when they start searching for all I want for Christmas is you. Um, oh, that's funny. All the way up to Christmas. Now, look, we had record, record stores when I was a kid. And before, I think the last one that hung on... In in our in our area, I think we had block no not Blockbuster. It was Tempo Records Warehouse, which was a small oh, okay. company. Um, and then we had uh, Warehouse. Those yeah. seem to be the two biggest ones that really hung. There on. was a Blockbuster Music, though, yes, right? and there was Blockbuster Music. Yeah. And I also want to say there was CD City. That's I think that one stuck around the longest. That one lasted the longest. They held on to the records. Um, as long as they could, but they did not stick around to where there was that resurgence of uh, vinyl interest, right? Um, but I was a young kid. I was naive, and I needed to buy my mom a gift for Christmas. So what do I buy her for Christmas but Mariah Carey's Christmas album? So Christmas Day, I give her this tape, and I didn't realize it until she had opened it. She was so nice about it. I thought, why oh, no. would you play a Christmas album anytime after Christmas? Sure. Right. So, I mean, she was very gracious, and she said, "Oh, thank you. This is this is really nice. I I love this." But we didn't play it because we had heard that damn song up until that moment because it was <laughs> on the radio. And she, I think you know, I don't know what she ended up doing with the tape, but uh, I just thought how how silly it was for me to get a Christmas album as a gift for somebody. But you know, no, I think that's perfectly acceptable oh, yeah. for being at my age. I was probably you know. 11 or 12 riding my bike to tempo nailed it, dude. so yeah you're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so anyway that was uh yeah that that piano intro on hers is so good sick ass oh drum, yeah <laughs> so good. i don't know anyone can't sing along to that um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, we don't upload to YouTube at the moment, and uh, I mean, I guess Spotify might knock it down, but I mean, if you're listening to our p- podcast on Spotify, you got more problems. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know if they have a, a limit on time. I might just cut it out and go straight to the... We are dissecting... <laughs> okay, not that song, but... Oh, right. It's an educational podcast. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, this is all informational. So. Um, so I listened yeah. to MCR's All I Want for Christmas, and it's good. It you can hear that 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 My Chemical Romance sound applied to it, um, and I guess it came on at a twenty second compilation, um, or it was a just twenty second. What do you mean uh, a twenty second compilation? Uh, twenty song. Yeah. What does that mean? Compilation. Twenty song. Yeah. Let me <laughs> okay. see if that's this is theirs though. I think it's it. I think it's a compilation because it says gift wrapped. Um, and it says 20 songs, tis the season. It's really small. I can't really read it. But Capitol Records put it on. So I imagine that they were part of a larger uh, compilation of Christmas songs. Um, anyway, so these people well, are comparing Last Christmas by Jimmy World, the cover of George Michael, or Wham!, you know, their song to this, this MCR song. So 
Well, here, here, let's, let's, I can, I'll bet I can steer. Oh, were you going to play a clip from the song? I, I could. It's the, I mean, it's the same oh, thing. I'll just jump in. I didn't want to Let me jump in at you. 33 seconds because that's when it actually, they start playing it, right? <laughs> there we go. So they definitely got their uh, their their taint, you know, uh, on this song. <laughs> it's so I can steer this. I can, I can bring this back to the song. I can I can do it because you know the, the people demand it. The people demand it. Um. Uh. So that version of "All I Want for Christmas Is You" was on Kevin and Bean's "Christmas Time in the 909, which was their Christmas CD they would release annually. And do you know who else appeared on a Kevin and Bean Christmas CD? Um, I'd guess, I'd venture a guess as uh, to Jimmy World. Yes, sir. All right. At Christmas and time. And they appeared with the likes of, give me a minute, because I need to, there are many versions of this CD, and I'm trying to find the one uh, with Jimmy Eat World. Let's look it up. I had found it. I had saved the link, and of course, I have no idea where I put it. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> I, so I just put in uh, Christmas time in the 909 and it came back as a song. So they clearly It is a song by Greenbrier yes. Lane who was like some listener of Kevin and Bean back in the day and he was like he would always send them funny songs and uh that one kind of hit with uh Kevin and Bean because they would always make fun of uh the 909 is an area code uh here in Southern California for the Inland Empire which is what other people refer to especially on the Kevin and Bean show. Um, and now just the Kevin show, I guess. Who knows? What is it? Did they rebrand? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're still uh, in, a, in, a, in a process of uh, replaying old episodes. So, Oh, I see. Um, so um, the Valley of the Dirt People. <laughs> That's it. Um, That's it. <laughs> and so, yeah, this band called Greenbrier Lane, they, uh, they recorded this song, this original song. Now, hold on. Hold on. Maybe Jimmy. Now, looking at that Greenbriar Lane, so the album is actually called Party Thrown My Way by Greenbriar Lane 2004. Um, And you know how they have the metrics, the listening metrics on the right of Spotify. Um, And let's see. Let's count. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight bars that measure metrics of listening. Like, you know, let's say 555 on Jimmy World's Surviving album is probably going to have the most... Um, they yeah. have one half of one for Christmas time in the 909 on this album. Everything else has nothing on it. So, um, did apparently didn't get many listens. Unfortunately, uh, this party thrown my way by <laughs> Greenbrier Lane in 2004, 15 yeah. years ago. So, uh, in 2001, Kevin and Bean released "Swallow My Eggnog" was the name of their Christmas CD. And Jimmy Eat World appeared on that with Last Christmas, oh. which was 2001 is when this song was released, correct? Yes, that is correct. It was released cool. on December 10th of 2001. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it probably made its way to different radio stations, holiday compilations, including K-Rocks. And Blink-182 appeared with their song, Happy Holidays, You Bastard, from the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket gotcha. album. 
Um, there wasn't a ton of information on, well, there wasn't a lot of interesting comments on the Jimmy Eat World last Christmas. So there's 21 total comments. Most of the people were talking about MCR, all they want for Christmas. Um, so then I jumped over to the Wham, which has 30 comments. Uh, but it had a few more interesting ones. There were two. Now, you're, where are you reading the comments so from? I am looking. I love to go to, to songmeanings.com and uh, just scroll Oh, down. these are just, I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, if you want to, I can go ahead and send this to you. Uh, if you. I think I'm on it. Okay. So i uh taking a look down here. Um, there were two comments in particular that caught my eye. And it's one of those where this guy totally bamboozled me when I started reading it. So this is... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, hi-ho Richerino, I think that's how, how you would say it. Hi-ho Richerino said, and this is uh, in regards to the actual Wham version, the song is really good. Well, when I say really good, I mean like compared to having lighted splints stuck behind your fingernails and your bodily cavities filled with cement, it's really good. Uh, the meaning of the song is that George does not have to worry about money ever again and can spend more time doing rude things in public lavatories. Jeez. Which is a bummer, man. That's uncalled for. So hi-ho, Richerino. And there was another one a few comments later. This was, so his was posted in October of 2004. And then uh, two years later, uh, Princess Asterisk Delilah. So Princess Delilah uh, comes in with a comment on this same song. And I couldn't help, the way that I read this, the way that um, this is um, written, before I before I recite this, do you know what it's called? I had to research this. What it's called when you, like, let's say on license plates, um, great guy, G-R-8-G-U-I. Okay, that's my license plate. Uh-huh. Do you know what it's called when you swap out numbers for letters? Oh, I don't. Okay. No, is, that a, is there a term yeah, There for absolutely it? is. It's called a numeronym. A numeronym. Nice. Right? So there, remember when there was a lot of that going around in like the mid-2000s? There's a lot of people taking the time instead of... Oh, Instead totally. of typing out T-O, they would put the number two. Um, so this is... Aim culture, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is filled with a couple of those. But the way that it's written, Princess Delilah, I couldn't help but reading, but read this like a... I guess it would be like an English Cockney accent, if you would I watch. mean, that second word there, you have to okay. immediately right. launch into a Dick okay. Van Dyke. Like. <laughs> right. So this is... Uh, let me, let me uh, read this as uh, Princess Delilah. I, I'm assuming this is how she would have said it when she was writing this. So... Oh, what? So if a guy's gay and has a ton of money, his heart can't be broken. Oh my God, you bullshit. It's a great song. It's sweet and sad. And George Michael, a great guy. Thank you very much. Has your mother never told you if you ain't got nothing to say? Don't say anything at all. Hell, grow up. This song's awesome. And a shitload of exes. That's good. You kind of had a Michael Caine uh, yeah, cadence it, that, there. Yeah, that, that definitely <laughs> came in there. Missed a couple of words, but you know what, Princess Delilah? I think the message got across that uh, you don't do the raspy voice. Yeah. If you, you got ain't got go nothing nice to say, here. don't say nothing at all. <laughs> don't say nothing. Oh, I can't get it. You got to get nasal. <laughs> You've got to get nasal. If you have an issue, here's a tissue. Have you seen, hold on, you're doing this too well. Have you seen the the Steve Coogan, Michael Caine impersonation video? It, Steve Coogan, okay, there's is, that, a, is that the guy? Steve Coogan sounds so familiar. You'll know him when you see him. I'm going to send you this link right now. Yes. Because okay. these two dudes, it him. was a BBC show yes. called The Trip. And, oh, have you have you seen this I clip have not seen in the particular? Clip, play, play this clip. This is my favorite. All clip. right, let's see. 
Well, broadsheet Don't journalists do. have described yeah. my impressions as stunningly accurate. Well, they're wrong. I've not heard your Michael Caine, but I assume it would be something along the lines of, my name's Michael Caine. That is where you are right. so wrong. Let's and you can look at my let's, live let's, video let's, proof let's, because let's, I, that's the do, very thing I don't do. What, I do, say do, that he do, used to talk do, like that. Do you, Michael Caine? Okay. I say, Michael Caine <laughs> used to talk like this in the 1960s, right? <laughs> but that has changed. And I say that over the years, Michael's voice has capped down several <laughs> octaves. Let me finish. And all of the cigars <laughs> and the brandy, don't let me finish, can now be heard. Okay. In a, I've not fucking finished in the back of the voice, <laughs> and the voice okay. now. Will, I've still not finished the voice. Well, you're panicking. I've, you know, because you look like you're about to bloody talk. Let me finish. <laughs> right, so, Michael Caine's voice now, in the Batman movies, <laughs> and in Harry Brown. I can't go fast because Michael Caine talks very, very slowly. Right, this is how Michael Caine speaks. <laughs> Michael Caine speaks to his nose like that. He gets very, very specific. It's very like that. When it gets loudly, it gets very loud <laughs> indeed. It gets very specific. It's not quite nasal enough the way you're doing it, all right? You're not doing it the way he speaks. You're not doing it with the kind of... And you don't do the broken voice when it gets very emotional. <laughs> when it gets very emotional indeed. She was only 16 years old. <laughs> she was only 16... You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's Michael Caine. That's Michael Caine. Oh, that, that's one of my favorite videos online. That is, that is very good. I, I uh, didn't know um, uh, he had any kind of show like that. That was quite I've good. I've not watched the entire series, but yes. The trip, huh? I don't even know the other guy's name, unfortunately. Uh, he, was a, he actually did a pretty good Michael Caine impression. If, if, you know. I guess it's Rob Brydon. Okay. Anyway, yeah. got to watch it. Um, that scene alone is just classic. And Steve Coogan's great, so... Anyway, that's what you reminded me of while you were reading Hey There, Delilah's Comment or whatever the hell her name was. Okay. And uh, as for the, the, you know, let's go over the lyrics themselves. So what Jimmy Eat World, what the band does, um, doesn't actually... They keep it positive. Yes. Because there are some dark exactly. lyrics in the Wham There's, version. For the eight, the eight lines that they sing, it's actually, it, it's relatively positive for it being, you know, last Christmas I gave you I mean, my Jim sounds like he's singing with a smile the whole time. Right. Uh, and you've got um, you've got lines in the original like uh, a crowded room, friends with tired eyes. I'm hiding from you and your soul of ice. My God, I thought you were someone to rely on me. I guess I was a shoulder to cry on. Nope, he's just doing. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart another couple of times, and um, and then jump into that hook or the uh, I don't know what you would call what you would call that, but um, yeah, both both parts. It's it's very lighthearted as far as the song goes, and. For the song itself, I gotta ask you a question, man. What is? Let's see. Let me see if I can. Which version are we talking? Wham or Jimmy? No, I'm talking about Jimmy. So listen, okay, listen yes. to this. What what particular instrument do you think this would be? And I'm not trying to, you know, this isn't a trick question or anything. But what would you say that this intro instrument is? The acoustic. Yeah. Would you just say it's uh? What kind of acoustic though? Um. I mean, I guess it sounds like a nylon. That's string. what I think so too. Acoustic, and and, and that's yeah. I think what makes it so unique to me is that nylon sound gives it this lighter feel. It doesn't have that tinny yeah. kind of uh, the steel mm-hmm. string. We it's so funny. We talk about this on the Dizzy episode. Oh yeah, the just their choice of. Um, well, somebody did a cover, and I was complaining about their the quality of their strings, and I I'm not a fan of the nylon string guitar. However, it has its place. It's, 
And this is the fucking place. Right. So they bring that in. And this is my, you know, we've already talked about All I Want for Christmas, but this is my equivalent of All I Want for Christmas um, is you. Is when I hear this song for the first time, I you know, I don't know if they still play it mm-hmm. on K-Rock um, during that time. Uh, dude, of course. Okay. When that comes on on K-Rock, that signals to me, all right, now the holidays are here. Let's go ahead and start decorating the house. Um this is just that 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 is the the catalyst to set me off on the the whole holiday. All right, get out the jingle bells and let's start ringing these things. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I racked my brain on what we would do because we have several Christmas or Christmas themed songs uh, to choose from in Jimmy World's catalog, um, but we also have a few years of shows to do. So right. I was like, we'll do one this year. And which one do we do? And I was like, you know what? We're in the first batch of shows. Let's come out with the let's come out swinging with the banger, right? And uh, yeah, which uh, is which is I've, a cover, it, but it, still, it they they did it well, right? Exactly. And we'll look into it more. But I really think Jimmy World was on the cutting edge of of modern standards, if that makes sense. Um, because this song had only on the Wikipedia page anyway, uh, for Wham's Last Christmas had only been covered one time before this. Um, at least mainstream big record label release. And which band was that? Um, uh, I'm pulling it up now. I do. I think saw, I would have yeah, had I that. Up. Um, Billy Piper was the first person to do it as a CD single in Europe uh, in '99. And it was available uh, as a radio singer. And that doesn't even sound familiar, right? No. Like Billy Piper, I'm, I thought I, you were going to say some other big band that just happened to do it, like uh, no, you know, Midnight Oil or something. But no, it's Billy Piper. So I don't... Uh, I. Oh, and it's a female. I got it. Leanne Paul Piper. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit of it. Because she was the first person listed on the Wikipedia page. All right, here we go. Billy Piper last Christmas. We're having covered it. Kind of a slow start already. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Oh, oh man. In- ASMR. <laughs> you know, I don't know what I was expecting. But this is somehow it. <laughs> yeah. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it away. It's, it's a cover of a Wham song. So I, I don't know why I didn't anticipate those uh, synth beats in there. <laughs> right. right. I should but have. You, you take into account, it's 99, it's UK. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it sounds exactly like I thought it would, and I had no expectations going in because I have no idea who Billy Piper is. But you got to think, like, she's coming out swinging. At this point, the song is how old? In 99, when she released it, the song was 15 years old and was right. very, very popular, but must have stood on its own two legs for those 15 years, and then she comes out swinging with her cover. And then... Two years later, Jimmy World does their version. And I guess, do we mention what the B-side of this single uh, was? You know, I didn't want to... Uh, I was <laughs> going to talk about that when we got to the um, the Discogs section of this, <laughs> which is oh, very okay. cool. Um, 
I wanted to talk, discuss the the album art, which we can't really display, right? But uh, that was on there. So the album art, and then the other the the B track, I guess, would be for uh, this um, this album. Yeah, I mean, if you want to mention it, sure, it's Firestarter, right? <laughs> yes, it's Firestarter, which is a great slow Jimmy Eat World song, right? You'd think. Um, Let's save that. <laughs> Let's save the rest of that. I don't want to open that jar yeah. just yet because that is a cool. That is yeah. a cool jam. Um. So the the lyrics that Jimmy Roll chose very very uh, easy listening as far as it goes. Uh, they've got that nice light hearted, uh, the nylon acoustic sound, and if mm-hmm. if you really hear it again, listen to this intro. There is like a, a an electronic sound underneath it. sounds almost like a bit like going yeah it sounds like a wood block or something yeah yeah could very well be but it's just it seems like a couple of guys uh two or three people just sitting there maybe just getting ready to jam for a christmas concert very it seems very lighthearted to me um yeah and they left out that the really heavy stuff so then let's go ahead you know what we might as well get over to the uh the discog stuff with this so I couldn't find yeah. where this was recorded. I did read who had recorded it. Um, and I want to say if I look on the images for this, it was... No, that's the cover art. Speaking of which, have you seen the cover art for this? I had never seen it before looking at this. I kept seeing it come up in YouTube searches, and I was like, I've never seen that artwork so, before, and, but it's great. And we're looking at the, the same one. It's, a, it's this like the sunset in Arizona, right? Yeah, it looks like Sedona exactly. or something. Okay, so this is yeah. Jimmy World's using their Cooper font, the old style, right? Uh, last yeah. Christmas, they've got a kid on two beanbags. I don't know. It just seems very uh, very vintage Christmassy. It's superimposed on a, a desert scene, which is superimposed on another desert scene. Yeah, it's like so many cops. Uh-huh. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and that's the last Christmas side. It says number one. Exactly, yeah. The, the Both sides of the sleeve have their own designs. Right, and just to describe the other side, which is Firestarter, says number two. Uh, do you notice that iconic uh, mountain in the back? Uh, so I don't know what that is. That is Half Dome at Yosemite. Uh, I oh it is yeah. what an interesting choice oh I see so yeah half to I'm I'm looking at the larger peak but yes half dome is yes. to the left of yeah. the larger so on the peak. left yes. side you see El Capitan and then in the distance you see um, mm. I don't know if the right side is going to be a, a different mountain or what because you know the artwork is is subject to the uh, the designer the artist but um, that's the first thing I noticed was that the other one uh, last Christmas was definitely orange themed it's got this yes. visual uh, of Arizona. This other one, the blue one, Firestarter has. Um, it looks more like uh, Los Angeles, or I'm sorry, uh, California. Yeah, and both adorned with snowflakes. Yeah, and some sweet green. Uh, the green pressing on the vinyl too. Oh yeah, this vinyl's gorgeous. I want it now. Right. Um, yeah, and then all of the credits go to George Michael. Um, 1998 Warner Warner Chappelle Music. Uh, so this one was on Better Looking Records, but I don't know where it was recorded. I couldn't find. Yeah, it's so interesting. There's so much information there, and there were. So this original one was released where? December 10th, 2001. But then you look at the other three versions, um, and there were three. Well, I think maybe one was relisted, um, even though it's got a catalog number that's different. One of them was mm-hmm. 2002 DreamWorks Records, which was the CD, the single promo 
Which if you look mm-hmm. at this, it says Jimmy World last Christmas, four minutes and 27 seconds, recorded and mixed by Ken Andrews. Interesting. Right? Um, but it also says Jimmy World DVD EP. So is there also an accompanying DVD that was released in 2002? Oh, interesting. Through DreamWorks Records. It says promotional copy, not for sale. So they handed this thing out. I wonder if there's some somebody that has uh, ripped this. Well, let's see. Believe in what you want. No, DVD, EP. Oh, here it is. And it's just for last Christmas. Because you can look at if you... Music videos include The Middle, Sweetness, and Bleed American. Live footage for Get It Faster from the 930 Club. Three additional live audio tracks. Exclusive holiday recording. Bonus audio recording of last Christmas is on this Jimmy World DVD. And let's see if there's anything in the... the liner notes here of the dvd because there's some great uh, so let's see so interesting preview of upcoming full-length dvd so it was they were working on the believe in what you want dvd probably okay and uh released this ep so there's uh so yeah there's the authority song live bleed american live for me this is heaven live then last christmas and these are just audio you have to put the dvd in your dvd player to listen to it um all right tracks five through seven recorded by Guy charbonaro on 6402 at the 930 club uh mixed by mark trombino mark trombino mixed those live recordings track eight recorded and mixed by ken andrews so more support that ken andrews did this right um um, and, and he's as well, yeah. he's, he's out of Los Angeles. So I'm assuming that these guys um, came out to Los Angeles to record this album. It doesn't actually say where he operates out of. Um, he's a musician himself. He's probably a hired gun. Yeah. So he's mixed material for Nine Inch Nails, Beck, Lost Prophets, Pete Yorn, Perfect Circle, Tenacious D, uh, the D. BRMC, Candlebox, May. So he's got um, he's got a pretty hefty uh, resume. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where he records it. So he just, wherever they record it, some, I, I imagine it's probably some uh, some studio in Los Angeles, right? With Ken Andrews. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So this was, yeah, I have no idea where it was recorded. Um, if you do, 484-JE-POD, let us know. <laughs> right. The uh, So it was only those two songs on that, which was sweet, man. I love the design of both of those, both sides of the sleeve. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see. Now there was a 2017 pressing of this which I did get and I still own it and it's uh still sealed. Oh. Oh boy. And the B side is a new recording of 122395. It's acoustic. Okay, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. So this one is better looking recordings. That was the label that they had um, right. put this one out. But the one that you purchased in 2017 was Exotic Location Recordings. And that's a last yes. Christmas 7-inch. That's the one with the uh, the ugly sweater-looking um, yes. style on there, but very much in this. And I believe it came with some other stuff. Now, what's interesting, did you click on this uh, Exotic Location Recordings page? I'm on there now. Page? Yeah. All Jimmy Eat World content. So I wonder if this is their Viking Wizard Eyes. Oh, um, one of their their various... Their version of it, yeah. which is their own pressing. Look at this version of Surviving CD. Look at this artwork. It doesn't look like the normal artwork. Oh, it's just maybe a... It looks grayer than it is, but maybe the colors are just wrong or something. Yeah, I think it's is either that or maybe it version? was the gray-pink one. It yeah. looks like just the photo that they took of it. Um, yeah. Terrible lighting. 
But go back to the exotic locations recordings at the top. Is that uh, the icon? Is that a picture of old Rasputin there or somebody else um, in the middle? I of- unfortunately am too <laughs> green to know what the hell you're talking about. So I just see a bald man uh, with a, like a Fu Manchu, Fu Manchu monster. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it could very well be. Um, old Rasputin I'll have to do that I feel like you make lots of references that I should get that I don't so <laughs> I don't know if uh, if that is exactly him because old Rasputin did have um, uh, a huge beard and this uh, this may be if somebody else looks at this exotic locations recording I, I believe it's some sort of magician or sorcerer so wait old Rasputin is a beer a beard well they actually have a beer yes which is North Coast Brewing it's my it, that's what I'm for the record at. that's my number one uh imperial um stout that is uh that is my number one and uh but it uh, uh it does not look similar enough but i can see how uh, in your mind's eye you would right. maybe connect the dots so i still think that this picture of this guy um is somebody that's either a sorcerer or some kind of magician um that i'm just as I, I don't know right now. It's like the great Bandini, let's say, something well, like that. Well, here's the thing is now I'm going to see what I know about exotic. I'm going to Google exotic location recordings while you okay. uh, chat. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so you can figure out who that guy is. I still think it's some sort of um, uh, magician. So the let's just – let me give you my analysis on the song then. So I just think it's it's very straightforward. I feel like this is a love fool who is just constantly putting himself in into trouble, uh, but he won't be fooled again. Um, if you li- <laughs> <Can't get> fooled <laughs> again, fool me, fool me once, right? If you That's if right. you look at the uh, the wham wham their version of the lyrics, it's very depressing. Yep. But let's just stay on the lighthearted side of this uh, Christmas time favorite and say that. Jimmy World's version is just they're having fun with the song, um, repeating a few pieces, making giving it that Jimmy World twist um, that uh, that they do with 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 um, their covers. They'll make them unique, and we'll talk about the other half of this this uh, LP or the uh, this album um, when that time comes because that's a very unique cover. And uh, but this one is is fairly straightforward in the style of Jimmy World, but. Um, you know, uh, the lyrics-wise, it's just kind of limited. So I have information okay. on exotic location recordings. It's a trademark. They have three stars on bizstanding.com, whatever that is. The business was registered January 24th, 2014. It's got a state ID. It's got a registration number. Its status is 700 registered. I don't know what that means. Status date, August 26, 2014. I don't know what that means. Illustration, drawing or design, which also includes words, letters, and or numbers. So I think that's like a a catalog version of the logo, like for databases that don't include pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorney is listed here. There's an address on Avenue of the Stars um, here in L.A. Now, I believe that's the CAA building. Uh, there's one employee listed and then there's this goods and services. And here's what it lists as goods and services. And then there's one more line that I'll read that's sort of interesting that we'll have to dig into. Goods and services. Color is not claimed as a feature of the mark. Recordings. 
The mark consists of a man's head in a circle surrounded by another circle with the words exotic location <laughs> recordings and lightning and lightning bolts. Musical sound recordings, musical video recordings, downloadable music files, downloadable video recordings featuring music, compact discs featuring music, audio and video recordings featuring music and artistic performances, phonograph records featuring music, pre-recorded DVDs featuring music, and then there's ellipsis that I can't click. It doesn't take me to anything else. So my guess is that they've copied this from some other website. This is an aggregate site of some sort. I um, still feel like we should post the exotic locations recording. I know somebody's going to know it. And my money, I Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. post it to Reddit and yeah. see if people My know. money is that Here's this is some last... kind of classic uh magician. I I I swear. <laughs> uh it could be. Yeah, it could be. Uh hmm. Here's the last bit of it. And we'll have to unravel this as we go forward in the floor. The owner of the of exotic location recordings is Turkey on Rye Music. Care of their attorney's name at the address listed below, which is uh, probably the CAA office. It's on Avenue of the Stars in Century City. So it's as much as I know about Blink One Eighty Two. Companies own companies and. A lot of it is for like shady tax dealings and stuff like that. And Jimmy World, while being a uh, a a band not the size of Blink One Eighty Two, is also not a small band. And I guess I'm saying shady tax dealings in like a cynical sense. There's probably very uh, logical reasons. Right. Smart, smart that procedures that I don't know that 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 you know if if Jim Tom. Rick and Zach own a business, then they can get so it's a DBA, you know what I right. mean? So it's probably Turkey on Rhyme Music, I believe, is their DBA that runs the business of Jimmy Eat World. And then they, in 2014, for some reason, set up their own recording company. And what it was before that, I don't know. Was Turkey on Rye doing it themselves, and then for some reason they pivoted into this extra business? So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in this whole unraveling this uh, onion, right? And I think um, you're right. We, it, it, I think it all comes down to financial reasons. That's probably they were maybe they were advised by their tax consultant that said, "Look, it's going to be your smartest move." Well, it's probably this lawyer too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, guys? I've got to be on your icon, so. Just slap, slap a oh, two-tone you, color uh, print of I me. I think the picture was the lawyer, <laughs> yeah. but I love that theory too. Let me Google the. Let me let me look yeah, up see this what he uh, looks like. lawyer's name and see. Well, I, I kind of feel like the lawyer is a woman. Yeah. Based on the uh, name here, but um, interesting. I Google the lawyer's name and the a photo of the Clash's "Know Your Rights" album or. The future is unwritten. I don't know the clash well enough, but it says the future is unwritten. It's an open book with a gun above a red star with lightning bolts, and below it, it says "Know Your Rights." That comes up for some reason. Really? Um, when I Google this person's name, um, now let me go to images. I'm just protect. Oh, it is a guy. It is a guy. Um, what do I know about this guy? Maybe it's Alistair Crowley. Maybe that's who it is. But Alistair uh, oh, Crowley did, did not did have a beard. Up? Okay, maybe it's Ben Kingsley. <laughs> oh yeah, I like the Alistair Crowley idea. Yeah, I, you know what, I gotta quit uh, speculating and just post it and see what uh, what the community has to say, because I swear <laughs> that's gotta be um, 
for someone to have their face um, uh, sort of converted to vector like that, they've got to be pretty prominent. Right. So yeah. that's my assumption. So as far as this, the lyrics and the analysis, I don't know if there's anything else I have to say about that. Um, so I, I wanted to move into the covers if, if you're ready. Please. Now, here's the thing. Tis the season and all. Mm-hmm. Can I give you a present? Yeah. I have two presents for Hit you. Me. I'm going to send you... I did extensive research on covers, and I broke it up into two sections. And usually we don't talk about the kids that play along to the song, but this is obviously a big hit. So there's plenty of videos of um, people playing along to the song in their rooms. So one guy's playing the bass, one guy's playing the guitar, (laughs) one girl's playing the drums. So I took it upon myself to download (laughs) all of their play-along covers, sync them up, and make them their own band. So I'm going to send you a video right now, in a minute, as I click around. This is is a David Park mashup exclusive here. This is my first mashup exclusive that I'm going to play tonight (laughs) on the show. This is a Christmas present to end all Christmas presents. This is the kids playing along to the uh song let me know if that link doesn't okay so it's it's taking me to the studio and uh it did not work unfortunately wonderful (laughs) let me see i because you know what i have it set to private i'm going to set it to unlisted so let me before we get too far let me uh paint the picture for you included in this montage are the following artists from youtube i god damn it i thought i was going to get there before uh before I, i'm already I that sentence i'm already loving the max res default there's a girl with a christmas uh, or there's a santa hat on behind the drums oh yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. okay so we've got michael t calendo playing bass oh by the way there are three bassists in this band Sick. um channel k bass also playing bass and the third bassist is bass play 12 then our Three drummers <laughs> are Night Pulse. Um, our Night Pulse, White Coco drums, and uh, where's my other guy? Here he is, Jim Gavin, who's also singing while playing the drums. And our two guitarists on electric guitar, we've got Mr. J Fever 20. And on acoustic guitar, we have Is It Joseph? So Hit play on this nightmare. All right, let's see. I'm going to play the whole thing, right? Or do you want to just... You can, yeah. Okay, let's see. Because here's the thing. This is unique. Well, I don't want to step on your toes. You might have covers, but this, I think, knocks out a lot of things in one little setting. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and review mine after, but let's see how uh, what what kind of impact this uh, the the DP uh, mix extravaganza has. Okay? Here we go. All right, guys. We're going to play along the last Christmas Jimmy Eat World's version. Merry Christmas.
Dave, I have questions. So there it is. I have questions. <laughs> first, um, first, how much how I, much of your personal time did you spend syncing all of that up? <laughs> um, so here's the thing is it uh I spent probably an hour on it. Okay. Um because I'm I'm used to the workflow. Right. Uh it's sort of like what I do from a day-to-day basis. So I knew that I wanted to do it and I had time to formulate how I was going to do it and then I had enough downtime to sit down and do it and it took a little longer than I thought. I thought it would only take me about a half hour but then I added that video track where it labels every video and uh, I had to rename the clips a little bit so that it basically automates that uh-huh. lower third. Right. So that lower third is actually one video track that's reading the metadata of the video beneath it. No way. And so that way I didn't have to, cu- that way I didn't have to create a title for each video. It's just reading the metadata of the thing below it. So I couldn't, you know, stylize it in any way. I couldn't change the font or anything, right. but I still thought it was pretty cool. So that's an example of working uh, much smarter uh, and not harder because I probably would have <laughs> spent three times that amount of time right. uh, yeah, yeah. compiling all that. Um, what was the other question that I was going to have? Oh, so the the vocal melody, was that a bass playing that or was that a... Yeah, that's Michael T. Colendo. Okay. It's funny because when I, when I first started making notes on this episode, I was like, man, bass players love playing this song <laughs> <laughs> because there were three bass covers. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and yeah, Michael's playing like, yeah, the lead vocal melody on the bass. Well, I mean, are there really only, I mean, you're fiddling around with the notes and everything, but aren't there only really three chords that you play with this song? Yes. I'm, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but it's like a fun bass one. play 12 was playing it very straightforward yeah. and there's not a whole lot going on. <laughs> but um, I thought it was a fun little project. It came together really quickly. And uh, I think like these people uploaded a video of them playing by themselves and now they're in a ridiculous band. So how do we, we just have to make sure that we tag them and make sure that yes. they see this this uh, mashup. I'll, you know what I'll probably do? Uh, we're not very public on the subreddit, but I might post this video to Reddit. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, thought I, it was, I think that's fair. I think it's fun we, for we, them. We have not been shilling anything to them. Um, I think that's been, you know, we're trying to get some fairly organic uh, interest in it. And uh, I think we've waited long enough not that we're going to start you know, barraging them with anything, but uh, I, yeah, I say no. that's fair. I think it's this is the content I want to give right. them. I don't want to say like, oh, listen to our podcast. It'll be on the pod's page, but uh, it's more important that, uh, that uh, I just share the content. Because right. I do think that that is a very endearing piece of content. Now, the other thing I did, here's my second video, which is actually not as good, I don't think. Um but uh, is a way to burn through the covers. I took the eight covers I took to the most on YouTube and spliced them up in a way that the song is pretty much there, but different parts are sang, are sung by a different cover artist. So let me go over. We can still talk about them one at a time if any of these stood out to you. One of them is maybe my favorite cover of all time ever. Wow. Um, uh, and uh and and that way we can touch on them. So we have I don't let's let's play the mix first. You sure? Okay. Um, and then I'll talk about who's in it. Did I send you the link yet? Um you have not. So the just to talk about so the covers that I that I grabbed, um I've got two SoundCloud 
covers. One, the second one I have listed with, in all caps, whoa. So apparently the <laughs> second SoundCloud may be worth listening to. Um, the other YouTube tracks are good. Um, I have notes that there is an instrumental, uh, music starts late, um, there's some electroacoustic. But if we're going to cut this down, like let's say, and, and pick our favorite, if you don't actually have this one in your uh in your montage. Who's what's the username? So let me click it and load it because I'm just looking at the the YouTube um, IDs here. Uh, it is pause this small yell Huang. Justin, yes, that is the greatest <laughs> video I I have ever seen. I thought in my goddamn thought, life. And uh, you know, I when I first saw, how much of the video did you watch? The whole thing because I had to give them. Okay, <laughs> I had to give them so much credit for. The time they took to put all the pieces together, bringing in, uh, this one has the violinist, right? Yes. Yes. Bringing all of that in, the fact that they're out in the boonies making this recording. And and I'm so confused about how they did it, because it seems like he's playing and singing live on camera. Right. So in what order were these elements compiled? Right. They're not playing along to a pre-recorded track of themselves. Right. They're playing their individual parts live in an edited piece. As an editor, I'm very confused about how they pulled this off. <laughs> yes, that was the one that I say. Let's talk about this yeah. video and then we'll give everybody else their due I, because this is the fucking one. Yes, <laughs> I uh, I agree. They they brought in elect. So he's got an electric guitar. I'm just scrubbing through. I haven't played anything yet. Right. Um, they've got they've superimposed uh, the the text over this, so they've they, it's not like they're just haphazard or like half-assing the editing here. They I love his infinity scarf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. He really sets the he takes it the, down. The yeah <laughs> yeah it definitely sets that last Christmas uh, mood. So he's got the electric guitar out, and then we've got uh, I'm just scrubbing through again the electronic and that's drums. small yell. He's small yell. Yes. And then we got Nina on drums, right? And, and <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I knew how to uh, read the name. I'm going to translate.google.com. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Hit me with the it. language. And then and then the violin. Okay, those three characters. This is the violinist. The three Chinese characters. Yes. So it translates in Chinese. Now I uh, let's. I'm gonna. I'm recording it on my end. So I'll listen and see what I can have. I'm gonna have Google Translate say it to me. Yu Yang Cheng okay. are the three characters. Yu Yang Cheng. So the violin is then by Yu Yang Cheng. Now, you know what that translates to in English? What is that? Rumors. Oh. Which I, I that's so mysterious. I don't I don't know what to do with that. But anyway, that's who this band of Yeah, this three-piece band are. that is has assembled this a cover of Last Christmas. And it's unfortunate that, I mean, it's just got some mixed reviews. It's got... Um, oh, I gave them an upvote from the pod. Yeah, in fact... Ew. Well, I see some mixed reviews. I only see one review. I'm sorry. Not the reviews. Uh, the uh, the likes and dislikes. Oh, it's okay, about yeah, half yeah. and half, um, which is unfortunate. I'm one of the... I, yeah, I'm I'm one of the five upvotes. Okay, good. Well, And only 586 views for a video that's almost five years old. Um, this is... This video is so special. Right. I don't care how much of it you play, to be honest. I think people need to know. <laughs> right. So go ahead and, yeah, if, if, if you have the uh, opportunity, maybe we'll even link to it, just because I think this deserves, um, when I watched it, I had... You know what? There's no guest on this episode that I know of. Yeah. 
at the end of this episode, we're playing this shit in, in full. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, I had moved this to the bottom on purpose. And just to give you my notes on this, I mean, I know we're really, we're really selling this video before anyone has ever heard it, but I think the production value is worth um, that all of this sort of... Uh, and I'll I'll this give you the timestamp on the moment when I knew that this was the greatest video I've okay, ever seen. Hit me with that when you when you got a sec. So my but, notes is just saying wonderful arrangement, impressive uh, being outside could easily be an ad for American Eagle. Uh, stay for the dancing queen. <laughs> that's it. At three minutes yes. forty three seconds, that's when you know they're having fun, right? That's when I realized this is the greatest video. Yes. So and I don't know I don't know if any of the band has seen that but uh, hopefully they they get some they get their due um, their due credit because I think they put a lot of time into this and like you said as an editor the fact that uh, they're out there outdoors individually recording this separately I imagine unless they had you know because they probably they're probably holding the camera for one another um, like if I had to make a cover of this video I would guess that Small Yang went. F- or small yell went first and played it on his guitar and sang. And then Nina came in, did drums after the fact, cause she is a little all over the yes. place at the beginning. Yes. And then the violinist came and peppered in at the end. So what would happen in that scenario is that small yell recorded on his own. Then Nina listened back and then to that video and played along to it. And then uh, rumors listened and wrote the violin part and played along to that. I think that but is anyway, a fair that's assessment. my guess. Yeah, I, I think if that's, I had to, that's if pretty... I had to make a cover of this cover video, <laughs> right? Um, I think that's that's very fair. That's that's probably um, how it went when it went about. Uh, so, do you have this included in your mashup? It is included in my. I could not. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's do that. I mean, if you want to do the mashup and then we can we can just play out at the very... Yeah, we'll do the mashup because it's in there and then at the end of the episode, we'll just play this cover in its entirety because okay. it's so special. I think I love everything about these kids. Um, and uh, I, I, I give me a sec to pull up my... Sure thing. Uh, we'll do... It's not easy. So what a little behind the scenes uh, stuff. We record way in advance, right? So I upload the content I'm say I say that we're gonna do at the time that we say we're gonna do it. So and then it just sits there as an unlisted video because I don't want to pre-release the content, right? Um, but it's not easy to get to those <laughs> videos. Um, so I just pulled up the link right now. This one is not as fun and creative uh, as the other the play along one. Um, but it does cover a lot of other videos. So we've got uh small yell in there. Right. Yeah, well he's Am I saying his name right? Yeah, you're right. I think I would that's how I would say small yell. I don't know how else I would um, say it. Huang for his last name. Yeah. And I'm going back. Uh and the other people I have in mine is Ob Main Fantaside, uh phased out, my indigo heart, sp- Bendiferous Loch Ness, Tanner Patrick, Split, and Riff Raff. Now, Riff Raff's one of those things that I... We'll talk about... Why don't we play through the thing and we'll talk okay, about it. Okay, because I think you've knocked out, I think, the majority of my YouTube... Um, my, yeah, these were the ones that stood out to me. Okay, and then you know what we can do? that We can listen to this, uh, the compilation, uh, go through maybe... 
maybe we'll pick the one. I'll talk about a couple. Yeah, of them, yeah. talk about a couple of them. We'll talk. We'll do the one SoundCloud that I had the whole uh, <laughs> my reaction of whoa. I got to look back at what I, what I felt then. Whoa. And then uh, <laughs> you know we'll talk a little bit more, and then we'll we'll play out with some um, some small yell. Okay, here we go. Mm. This is the last Christmas covers comp. This would this is you picked a great song to do these compilations with because it doesn't matter if you watch the video because you're going to be posting the video when you watch what these people are doing at the time yeah some of them are wearing <laughs> the the Santa hats and all that but they're enjoying themselves singing this um, this fun song and I, that's what I gathered from this it was yeah sure it, it wasn't um, it wasn't synced up together but. It was in order. Everybody that I watched was having, doing their, putting their own spin on it, having as much fun as they wanted to, singing or wrapping the lights around the Christmas tree. Um, there were only a couple in there that I hadn't seen before. Uh, if you couldn't tell, Riff Raff was one of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so I'm not a huge ACDC fan uh, in that I don't know their catalog, uh-huh. but that's what he's doing there, right? Yes. Or is that like kind of Riff Raff's brand? Is he like uh, always doing that? They're definitely, I'd say in that thing. vein. If they're going to be, 
They're like a cover band that is... Ins- oh, Riff Raff is a band, not a person? Well, it could be definitely be a person, but it's like one of those bands or people inspired by the style of that uh. band. That's exactly... Even the imagery on the, uh, the splash screen for them was very indicative of... Um, <laughs> about like like a, a hard rock and metal guitarist so right um and even the, the riffraff uh their logo right very much uh right like very acdc, ACDC yeah. right that yeah. was really good and so they're tanner patrick very much the uh abercrombie oh, absolutely <laughs> i mean nobody should be able to look and sound like that guy right that's not <laughs> I no one looks and sound like that guy. absolutely loved the I watched, so most of these, the majority of these I have in my list, so I watched several of these. I loved the one, it's the three guys sitting there in probably a bar or some kind of pizza joint. That's the long intro one, right? Yes, <laughs> and I have in my notes, the music starts at one minute, right? So, <laughs> um, and the two brothers, are, I don't know if they're, if they're siblings or what, uh, they're... That dude loves noodling. <laughs> There's so much in here that it just... It gives me the fact that they're playing this song, sometimes with the hats, the fact that they're playing in warm environments. I don't know. It makes me feel fuzzy inside uh, watching a lot of these things. So this was an excellent compilation. Uh, Thanks, man. And the trance remix. I love the trance, the EDM version, because there is a four on the floor beat with this song. I um, had not heard that one either. So between that, the output output jack trance and the uh, riff, uh, riff raff was <laughs> that was a treat for me. <laughs> I loved that. So yeah, that that's how I that's how I sort of compiled my covers. We probably talked about it in the same amount of time that it would have taken for us to just go through right. them one by one. But I thought it was a more interesting way to go about it. Right, a- absolutely. And now these people have some new version of their video that lives on on the interwebs. Right. Um. Now I I I got a question though. Do you want to play the SoundCloud or do you, or do you just want to play? Yeah, dude. Okay, no, I got some cool this, SoundCloud man. stuff. All right. So I've only got two. We'll do. Um. I've got Blaine Gazer and uh, Music Row Hideout. Uh. I've got Pray for Hayden. So okay. I'll send you that. Send me that one. Let's listen to. I wrote something about Blaine Gazer, and then we'll play David's, and then I want to do. I want to finish on the. Uh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> This is Blaine Gazer. And you can see yeah. in the notes, instruments and vocals performed by me, recorded using GarageBand. I'm always imp- love GarageBand. Yeah, I'm always impressed when people have a, totally acceptable music coming out of GarageBand. It's uh, yeah, man. It's an application I started out with. I still use, right? I mean, I'm on I think the latest version, but it's it's a free it's a free um, recording 
recording tool that sounds decent. I don't know. I know it doesn't have the the bit depth that Logic has, but again, I'm, is that the difference? I, I don't know them? that and a ton more capabilities, automation and, and things right, like that. Yeah. Right. But I'm always impressed when stuff stuff that I haven't created, right? That uh, that other people have in GarageBand. I was like, I think to myself, this is really good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was Blaine. Is it Blaine Gazer or Blaine Geyser? I mean, I mean I, it looks like uh, I'm assuming I said Gazer. Yeah, I mean, if you say it like Blaine, or it's not Blind Geyser, right? Right. So that was um, so Music Row Hideout. Uh, let's do yours, man. You got a couple here. Let's do the <laughs> well because I couldn't remember. You said you had the hideout, or you didn't. Have uh, the hideout. I got Music Row Hideout. So is that which one is that? Is that the oh interesting? Mine just says the hideout. Yes. So I've got. Let's do this and pray for Hayden first. Here's pray for Hayden. Yes. Last Christmas. It's actually really good. So this is five guys, assuming. I guess so. Yeah. It was the the re- I actually wrote unremarkable straightforward as my note on yeah. it. However, I did say good Charlotte vocal vibes, and good Charlotte has a co- a cover of this song that's actually really good. Really. Um. Yeah. I actually had made some notes, and then I fell so in love with our YouTube covers that I sort of like dropped everything I was gonna do and talk about for other versions of this song. Uh-huh. But um, I did listen to every version of Last Christmas that's on Apple Music and made notes on three tracks. Two I liked, which was Good Charlotte's version, and I want to say I'm looking for the... Uh, I'm trying to find the uh, my playlist right now. Um, gosh. Jimmy Epod is probably in here. Uh, yeah, Last Christmas. Um, oh, Ashley Tisdale. I liked her version, mm-hmm. and I like Good Charlotte's version. The Ariana Grande version is so unnecessarily bad, and I like Ariana Grande. And is it because it's but slow it's or what? Not good. Oh, just not um, good, huh? She takes some liberties with the verses, and I just don't dig the direction that she goes in. So, yeah, I don't Bummer. know. But this playlist is an hour and 43 minutes long, and I listen to every single <laughs> One of them, damn, and made mental notes on those. I asked, I didn't like Gwen Stefani's version either, but not enough, not as much as I didn't like Ariana Grande's version. Um, I wonder what the metrics so yeah, are on the, that. What the uh, what the total number of covers for the Last Christmas song by George Michael is? You know, at the end of the day, how many have done it yeah. up to this point? Oh, and I meant to say because I think the movie Last Christmas comes out to oh, it came out this past weekend, right? I hear some good things about it. Yeah, I don't know. We should see it. <laughs> maybe we maybe we should we should make a uh, Jimmy Eat Pod date. Did you did, listeners? Did you see the film last Christmas? Four eight four J E Pod. It's so off. Everything is so off. You know, we're gonna be uh, yeah. We're gonna be one. Well, I guess it's. Do one you month own now. Last Christmas on DVD? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right, let's go to, uh, let's see, you've got Music Row Hideout. This is the one that I have, so let's listen. So what is this Music Row thing? I just see The Hideout. They must have changed it. So originally, I'm looking at the URL. So it says soundcloud.com music row hideout. Um, They must have changed the the title of their band, uh, but you can't change the URL, right? Before you hit play, did you check out the the tags on this track? Um, Let me see if I can hit it. Before I yeah I've got no I've got no a uh, buddy <laughs> dude be excellent like, to each other man this is awesome uh, it's a uh, they tagged Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that's insane like so in a section in a section where uh, other people have put cover of Wham's Last Christmas me on vocals recorded in GarageBand these gentlemen or or uh, people individuals. Take a moment to say, uh, before the tags even, uh, a buddy comedy about two excellent dudes on a journey to the North Pole with the help of Buddy the Elf to save Christmas. Between fighting yetis, escaping from the Polar Express, and facing off with Jack Skellington, classic, the old friends managed to cover a Christmas song or seven along the way. Hashtag Christmas co-holiday Santa North Pole, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Excellent, man. So good. Yeah, all right. How... Who's who else is making Jimmy World Bill and Ted? Yeah, this is like, excellent. I mean, there's other people that I hope they come out of the woodwork and say, "Hey, look, we 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 heard that you uh, played our cover, and you have this this really strange podcast where you sometimes talk about Jimmy at World. We want to be on it." Uh, but look at the, even their even their um, I guess yeah, the artwork. I guess the it's Sergeant cool. Pepper, uh, very cool Christmas. Yeah, it's very much well thought out. Everything on here. Okay, let's listen to yeah. the hideout with last. And what's Christmas. crazy is as crazy as all of that is, I wrote Imogen Heap vibes and cool snaps. So you wouldn't expect that from this craziness. Let's hear. All right, it. here we go. The very next day, you gave it away This year, to save you from tears I'll give it to someone special That's why I put down, I whoa. love it. <laughs> that is so unique. It was, it woe, a good woe or a bad woe? Oh, okay. ba- a, a bad woe. This is a great woe. Um, that's why it's in all caps, because I thought this was one of those where they took the song and made it their own with their own unique sound. That is yeah. totally different from... And it's so cool compared to their wacky like adventure story and their like description. Right. Um, so having fun with the branding and the description of it, but then being serious when it comes to actually creating this, this song, or the rendition of it, actually. Unless they thought they were making a funny joke, and we are just really into it. I know, right? We're just we've level. gone <laughs> we've gone way past it. We have uh, we have become the ones that are the joke, right? Yeah. Uh, the other one you had that so that was that was my favorite uh, SoundCloud. I did not come across, however, the uh, this oh that's why it's, it's on Bandcamp. So you sent me a Toby McAllister on Bandcamp. What a yeah, what a creepy um, I picture. didn't write any notes next to it, but uh, I I just liked that I found one on Bandcamp. I guess okay, I don't <laughs> it was have... the first 
non-YouTube cover I found. Gotcha. All right, let's do this. We're going to listen to the Toby McAllister Bandcamp. Here we go. The Christmas Bedroom Demos by Toby McAllister. Uh, that sounded excellent. Yeah. yeah. The harmonies came in on that second round of the uh, the the verse that repeats 35 times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that sounded really good. Uh, Poland, Maine. So, man, up there in the uh, New England area, right? Yep. Man, very... I don't know what it is about this song, but it just... I, I know we got a month away before the, the, you know, the official... Holiday swing, not to the listeners. I listeners know, are deep in it. It's just it, I, this. This brings me. I'm hoping that this whole uh, episode that we're doing here gives them that warm, fuzzy vibe inside um, as they go through <laughs> all these. But uh, Toby McAllister, excellent. Let's see what else is Toby McAllister? Uh, he did Santa went crazy. That uh, can we listen to a a, a a little snippet of that? Who I am, am I a to huge stop? Weird Al head. Okay. So, oh, is that a is that a Weird Al reference? The night Santa went crazy. Oh yeah, you know that one. Real quick, let me just <laughs> let me see. Can you jump ahead? Yeah, let me see if I can jump ahead to like maybe a minute in and see where we can get here with this. Here we go. His brain. The workshop is gone now. He decided to bomb it everywhere. You'll find pieces. Cupid and Comet. Out of his helpers, he held the elves hostage, and he ground up Paul Rudolph into reindeer sausage. He got dancer and dancer with an old German Luger, and he slashed up old Dasher just like Freddy Krueger. And he picked up his flamethrower, and he barbecued Blitzen, and he took a big bite and said, "Taste just like chicken." Chicken. The night Santa went crazy. The night Chris Kringle. Now you can't hardly walk from the North Pole without stepping in reindeer guts. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Toby McAllister <laughs> definitely did Weird Al some justice. That's, yeah, it sounded great. Uh, I, how can you not sing along to that? Lindsay, Lindsay jokes about me knowing the Weird Al version of these songs more than I know the actual version, but... That's exactly why. I oh, mean, what is that based on? Uh, that that one is not. That's actually a, a unique one that uh, Weird Al did. But you know, the ones that he does I the actual see. parodies of. It's like I know that one more than I know the the original for some of these tracks. It's just the way it is. Sure. Man. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the way. It is. I'm never letting this episode end. I don't know if you see. I can all tell, man. You're linking me you. to a few things. <laughs> Jeez. So we got three. Sorry. Links. This is about 45 more minutes of content. If you want to stick around. Let's see what we got. It's here. not. It's not. We're we can easily touch on these yeah. things. Let's see. So you've got um, you've given me four um four videos. One of which is Jimmy Eat World covering Last Christmas in Oakland three years ago. Yeah. So yeah, this is. Uh, I just wanted to touch on a live video. I love what Jim does 
with acoustic guitars live. Um, for the most part, he stands out when they play uh, Goodbye Sky Harbor because he's playing a distorted acoustic guitar for that intro, and it always sounds so good. And he actually plays the lead on an acoustic, a distorted acoustic guitar for Last Christmas here. So I thought it was worth like praising Jim. Well, let's <laughs> let's listen to it. Here we go. All right, this is this is Jim playing it live. Acoustic. And all of the best parts is this distorted, yeah, effect on this acoustic guitar. Here we go. Um, and just for the record, if you're, if, if I'm looking, if I'm seeing and believing what I'm seeing, um, he's playing, uh, the octaves for that. So not only is it distorted, but he's also just sitting there playing two strings separated by one with his fingers yep. and just sliding around with that. Yeah. That was excellent. And that I was, mean, I can't confirm it for sure, but I mean, uh, I'm not going to be surprised at all by it. Yeah, uh, and it sounds so good. And he does a really fun thing uh, during that bridge, um, uh, where he, I think people start clapping, and he's like, "Yeah, fucking do it!" And like, uh, start everybody. You know, they do the the four on the floor clap along with everybody. Is that about halfway um, through? Uh, I don't know, but let's, I guess. Let's listen. Yeah, sure. Fuck it, why not? This song is so Your comment about him singing smiling is totally true. He is <laughs> this, this is visual yeah. proof of him and singing this song right? about some dude that's been uh blown off every Christmas. <laughs> and he's sitting there smiling, <laughs> clapping along with the audience. Yeah, man. Uh, uh yeah, it's it's a fun jam. All right, and then you've also seemed to have uh sent me the last Christmas short film. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't going to talk about it. I was like, ah, okay. And then I was working late and I was like, okay, let me watch through my entire playlist of things about last Christmas. And uh, this was one of the things I did. And go to the 15 second timestamp and you'll see why I had to, I couldn't not talk about it. Okay. So 15 second timestamp. I'm going to hit that right now. You ready? Yep. I bought the warmest pair of gloves they have. Northridge? Yeah. <laughs> they shot, they shot I was this like, is this Northridge? a CSUN project? So, yeah, so, this is totally uh, we went to, CSUN, We both man. went to Cal State Northridge, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is great. Um, the other thing is, this is why I wanted to touch on the film. This film is great. This film is faith-based, but it's faith-based from a progressive point of view. So every, I think every actor is of uh, uh, is in the LGBTQ 
community. Oh, so excellent. it's trans actors, it's gay actors, it's a gay church, or you know, a a a, a, a openly welcoming uh, alternative lifestyle church. I don't know if any of those are the correct terms to use. I think but you've got the right. It's made with nothing but good intent. Excellent. Um, which I really liked. I watched the entire film. Um, uh, but, and again, uh, other than the Northridge thing, which pulled me in in the first 15 <laughs> seconds, uh, jump to the 240 timestamp, and uh, they even shout out Jimmy Eat World in this short film. Well, so let's go check ahead this and, out. Uh, yeah, all right, here we go. 240. Love bugs for me. What can I play for my last caller? Good morning, Jocelyn. Hey. Ugh, I'm dying to hear last Christmas. You know, I gave you my heart. Oh my gosh, yes, the Wham Classic. George Michael fan. Oh my gosh, totally. Can I please hear the Jimmy Eat World one, please? You got it, sweetie. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love you, Jocelyn. So Jocelyn in this film is a trans radio DJ who's uh, uh, recently single and uh, and getting out there and dating. And this is how you're introduced to her character is somebody calls in and requests the Jimmy World version. Interesting. So uh, looking at the music, they credit they so they play Last Christmas from one, two, three, six, seven. Well, six, I guess technically six uh, Last Christmases by different bands. One of which is Jimmy Eat World. Yep, that is awesome. And it takes place in the valley. Thank goodness. It's uh well, it's kind of all over the place cuz I think Jocelyn is up in San Francisco according to the uh the film. Mm-hmm. Um cuz it's like kind of multiple stories that kind of meet at this church. So, interesting. Uh, but yeah, Northridge isn't really near there. I don't know, it's weird, but anyway. That's okay. Um that's this uh film. And uh all right, so last Christmas even short though film. it's check it out. Yeah. 30 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's I, 30 minutes. Yeah. So the last two videos are really quick. Um, we have an interview, with, a really awkward interview with Jimmy World at Acoustic Christmas um, here in L.A. that we don't have to watch all of, but it's funny just to see them in a Christmas setting uh, and hear Stryker try to navigate doing okay. a live interview. Let me jump in here. And, I'm going to jump in a half minute in, right? Yeah. You know, and, and you. Great photography. Yeah, great photography. <laughs> see some very beautiful people. Yes, beautiful people. Everyone How looks lovely tonight. Hello. Yes. Lots you guys sounded dance. you guys sounded great moving off uh, the whole play by play thing. It's not super easy. I've been lucky enough to come to these shows and working. It's like get your stuff set up. There's a band playing. Then you, the the stage turns around and you guys are ready just to start playing. But um, you guys just killed it out there tonight. Is it super easy to do these things? Is it just because you've been doing it for so long? Um, no, it's always a little bit nerve wracking. Is it? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's 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 an insane production. These things are an amazing time right and it, it just you know there's there's more than a little pressure <laughs> you guys <laughs> those the, the, so they have gaming headsets on right this is what you would use if you're commentating I thought of getting one for podcasting <laughs> you could practically do anything you could eat a ham sandwich and so the the, the timestamp you went to uh, when they're talking about the photography and stuff like that, they're they're pretending to do sports play by play for some reason. That was what Stryker <laughs> wanted to do for that interview. <laughs> well, they've definitely um, got the headsets to sell that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, he did a pretty good job. I wouldn't know if uh, I don't know if, uh, if 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 Jim maybe was not in the talkative mood or something. But you know, he, he's a radio DJ who interviews a lot of people. He did a. Oh yeah, yeah. this job. is also nine years ago. Oh yeah, so yeah, but he's a he's a, a juggernaut for uh, for interviewing on the radio. I, uh, yeah. I would be it would be um, it would be awful watching me sit there next to Jim, partly because I'd be so uh, 
awestruck by the fact that I'm next to Jim Adkins, right? Oh yeah. Well, we talked about because you didn't uh, you didn't stay long enough at the uh, Santa Barbara solo gig, right? So you didn't get to meet him after not. the show. I did not. No, we were very nervous and felt very strange walking up to him and talking to him. But he was just standing there and no one was acknowledging him. And it was like, my wife had the wherewithal to be like, I'm going to go talk to him because when would I have this chance again? Absolutely. So we got a photo. It was great. Yeah. And that is on the cover of the, which album did you send me on iTunes? But very cool. Oh, that was because I bootlegged that entire show. I recorded it on voice memos on my show. There you go. Or uh, on my phone and uh, and spliced it up. And I included the photo of uh, my wife Susie and Jim as the cover art for that. Um, Missed opportunities, thing. man. I mean, well, uh, I don't know. That wasn't the Velvet Jones show. But look, I walked away from Velvet Jones with uh, a pick. and That was ticket. Velvet Jones. And I did. I, so I walked away with a pick and the ticket. And uh, that's what I felt. I was walking, and probably the time when Susie was sitting there with Jim, I was outside looking back at my friends going, guys, can you believe I got a pick and I have an actual <laughs> ticket? So, I mean, we both got ours. I did not get to meet Jim, maybe maybe one day in the future. What, you, you, do you, what do you remember about that venue? Um, I remember being very small. and Yes. Uh, it was, that was with, was that, with Velvet Jones was just him and... Uh, and the guy from No yes, Knife. That's it. Uh, I felt he did an excellent job. So it was me and one other buddy of mine that ended up going to that show. Were you guys on the floor? Yes. We were upstairs. We were definitely oh, okay. on we the floor. We grabbed a seat. Yeah. I think what Susie was pregnant at the time. So we went up to the second level, of which there were like five seats, and we grabbed one, which was prime spot for me to record the show cleanly. Right. Um, yeah. And then we got a great view. I mean, we were probably three or four uh, people from the 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 apps the front but it was still tough because it was just so packed in that little area yeah that everyone was just kind of uh moving forward my favorite thing from that venue was the huge picture on the wall of waldorf and statler and waldorf from the muppets uh. <laughs> kind of looking the direction of the stage <laughs> to, that's to what make i their, remember uh, their critiques of the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i really liked that part of the venue <laughs> Um, All right. Well, okay. So, yeah. You, so the you, last thing I have here yes. <laughs> was this? It's Last Christmas, original song, not by Wham. So, this is somebody that wrote a song called Last Christmas. It's adorable. And the girl actually, like, plays the song three times, or the recording of the song three times. One, it's the regular speed. One, it's like the Nightcore version, and then one is where she slowed it down by 50%, and she sounds like <laughs> really slow, but um, I thought it was worth playing at least a little bit of her original Last Christmas song, because I thought it was kind of adorable. All right, here we go. This is uh, Maybe, Maybe, yeah, Maybe, uh, doing Last <laughs> Christmas original song, not by Wham! Thousand miles from the place I love I'm sitting in my room watching the snow falling above I'm rolled up in my blanket Just thinking about last Christmas The weather outside is prettier than ever But I can't do much cause I kinda have a fever I'm drinking my coffee and thinking about last Christmas I think it's super nice that and fun. That is pretty. That is very It's so unique. charming. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and she's also doing it with a nice smile and uh, acknowledging the outdoor uh, scene as she's singing the weather. Yeah, man. Anyway, wanted to give her the time of day because this was... Well, she's got... Uh, I'll tell you what. She's got 55,000 subscribers. So I think she's... Uh, what? Since, yes. Since, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, since May wow. Bay has uh, posted this, which was six years ago, uh, Christmas Day, actually, 2013, um, she has amounted or... Uh, Acquired uh, 55,000 subscribers. Wow. So uh, very unique. If you look at her other stuff, that she's uh, she's definitely... She's from Toronto. Yeah. She's Canadian. Tailoring herself to her uh, cultural uh, styles. Very cool. Her channel has 19 million views. Yes. That's insane. Good for her. Yeah. Good thing, maybe. I, I hope I'm saying it right. If it's, It might be maybe, but... Okay, so has it has it is it that time now? So are we just uh, are we going to give our That's final it. thoughts I'm and then out of play things, out? I think I, I would love to play out the whole thing. We'll just let it go. I might just take my headphones off and let it uh, run for because <laughs> it's what like four minutes. I mean, you could um, also just download it and tack it onto the recording. You know, yeah, I absolutely <laughs> could. But uh, you know what? I'm going to pretend like <laughs> no. Let's let's talk about. So what are what are your overall thoughts of this song? Um, absolutely a Christmas staple. 2001 was like, a, a the perfect time for this to come out for me. I was in high school, uh, senior year of high school. Um, obviously always looking for alternative versions of Christmas songs. And this just hit at the right time. And it's still just the perfect entry to, uh, the Christmas canon. Excellent. How about you, Justin? Well said. I, uh, I, I can't remember the first time that I had heard it, if it was when it was released or if it was a, a later point in time. But uh, uh, like I had mentioned before, this song has become that sort of signal for the holiday time, that holiday moment. And uh, it's as much as I love All I Want for Christmas is You, this one, when I hear those, those introductory nylon acoustic uh, notes, it sends me to a place where we're in Southern California, but I can almost picture... Uh, the snowflakes falling and feeling that you know mm-hmm. thirty degree weather, um, which is not going to happen. But I, I love this song. I know it's got a. Sp- <laughs> you guys will probably go up to Big Bear. <laughs> we absolutely will, and we'll be there next week. In fact, the uh, <laughs> but this song has. Um, it's a very small period of time that I listen to this song, but when that time comes around, you know it's after fall. It's it's winter now. Um, it's definitely got a very special place in my heart. So I love this one. This is a good jam. Yep. And now without uh, any further ado, I am going to play out the entire track of Small Yale Huang, Nina, and Rumors playing Jimmy Eat World Last Christmas. Thank you. 
I gave you my heart the very next day. You gave it away this year to save me the tears. I give it to someone special. That's Christmas. I gave you my heart the very next day. You gave it away this year to save me the tears. I'll give it to someone special. my gosh i can't get enough of that video uh i'm gonna tweet it out like crazy um and uh i mean i guess at the end of these holiday seasons there's only one thing left to say and that's uh in the new year you guys should all be excellent to each other and party on dudes we did it yes